Ladies and gentlemen, how are we doing tonight, this morning, this evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening, it's live right now, it's 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 tonight, so uh, it is your boy, your host, your humble, gracious host, uh, Mateo, Matt, Matty Ice, the Lion Slayer, if you will, uh, <laughs> and uh, back to another podcast for you guys, it's going to be a good episode, we have, um, I think like the last two days has been a lot more news than like the whole week, uh, that yeah. Mandalorian talk obviously that's going to be an every week thing until that that, that show's done. A uh, couple of good talking points we should go through. We'll get to them. But gentlemen, tell me, tell me, tell me. Outside of seeing me slay the beast, how has your week gone? Let's we'll start with you, Andrew. Uh, week's been good, very busy, productive, uh, and I wanted to share something that that I think is pretty funny because I'm going to keep doing it until I finally see this person watch our stream. So for the last five weeks, I've invited my buddy to, to come watch a stream, and he hasn't done it yet. I share it to him right before we start every time. He uh, hasn't said a word to me about it, but I'm going to keep doing it until he finally gets on and I see him in the chat. Yes. So we'll see how long it takes because I'm going to just keep sending it to him. He's got his notifications off right now, and I did the loud notification to send it to. What's his, uh, what's his name? His name is Jacob Keck. Oh, hey, that guy. <laughs> don't don't be a jabroni, Jake. I don't know who you are, my man, but tune in. Yeah. Say something. Yeah. yeah. He uh, wants yeah. to know how to make it stop. You've just got to say something in the chat. He's yeah, man. Do a like, a follow, a share, and then you are off the hook. Uh, my name is Steven, the good-looking one. I um, had a great weekend. Went to the zoo. Me and Matt, like dominated that zoo i think we saw every animal twice yeah uh i got we got our steps in the mm-hmm. highlight of my week so far has been sunday hanging out with matt <sighs> sharing a chocolate cake shake mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was delicious yeah. it was like I, it, this is a pg-13 show so i'm not gonna say anything but it was the closest thing to perfection it was amazing yeah Chilos, there. recommend you Go to Pratillo's, order the chocolate cake, chocolate shake. You will get type 1 diabetes at the end of it. So you get to leave with something. Worth it. it Worth delicious. it. Delicious. Definitely. Not nutritious, but delicious. Did you guys yeah. drink from separate straws at the same time? Uh, different drinks all together. But yeah, I tried everybody. <laughs> you did sit on my lap. Sure. I thought you meant like, like a <laughs> no, lady in the no, truck situation. No, 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 we were, we were no, blowing no. it up, bro. We were Stone Cold Steve Austin just tapping, tapping lids and smashing yeah. on shakes you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah yep yep uh yeah i mean sounds like it was a good week i have had the pleasure this week to uh come face to face with the leon a lion uh, i've been talking that talk uh you know i've heard the words on the streets about how the lion beast has been running his mouth showed up to his doorstep it wasn't pretty for him i'll say that much uh i don't think he's gonna have kids anytime soon uh, so with that being said, uh, if you want to see me tame the beast, slay the beast, uh, it, the proof is there. He's out cold. He hasn't budged since I was there. Uh, it's on Instagram. Uh, I believe it's slightly unqualified as just our Instagram handle. Uh, so mm-hmm. if you go there, you can see me and my result video. I'm, I, I, the fight was a little too violent, uh, you know, on my end to him. I, I didn't want to show the kids that animal abuse is okay. Uh, so it was a post post fight, uh, interview and Instagram.com slash or at, uh, slightly unqualified. 
you can find me there and uh, you'll see the results of it. Um, with that being said, gentlemen, let's dive right into the thick of it. I think we start with the biggest conversation piece we're going to have, as in like the most time. So we're going straight to Ooh, Mando. Straight. straight to Mando. Uh, so I watched Mandalorian today, finished that episode. I think it was episode four, four five? Five, I think. Yeah, five. something like that. Five, yeah. Uh, good episode, gentlemen. Uh, initial thoughts, and then we'll get into the weeds of it. Uh, I'll start with you, Stephen. Initial thoughts on this episode. Initial thoughts on this episode were I like where they're going. I was stoked um, at when they gave the speech, when Mando gave that speech, and it didn't look like it was going his direction. Um, I like that. Uh, what's his name? I always say his name weird. Pav is law. Uh, yeah, I'm glad he stood up. I thought first I thought he was going to go against him, but I, it, it got me all like, "Yeah, let's do this." Yeah. Uh, and then at the end, cliffhanger, loved it. I yes. loved it. Yes. Edgar, your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was a good episode. I, I enjoyed it. Um, unlike Stephen, I saw that twist coming. I knew that Pat was going to just. I I knew that he was going to side on the side of Mando because considering everything that had happened. Um, I have an interesting take. I like the episode. I'm kind of all done with like the space pirate stuff, though. Yes. Okay. Okay. Why? I, I, I don't know. I just I feel like I really like the Western aspect of mm-hmm. Mandalorian, and it feels like the space pirates is like a little bit of a turn away from that. But interesting. Interesting. Uh, you know, and and honestly, I just I. I could not take that pirate king guy seriously. Like every time I saw him, Davy Jones. Yeah, he just like he's he's not only Davy Jones, he's like Ross Davy Jones, Waller <laughs> Tree Davy Jones. Like, it, I mean, he looks good, but he just he looks like an idiot. <laughs> like, yeah, so yeah. Coming down, it just it takes me out of it because I'm like, who is this? Like, yeah. So, my initial thoughts. <clears throat> Great episode. Uh, the space the uh, the okay, the space pirate stuff, and I, I kind of agree to Andrew's point here was the distraction of the episode. There was a yes. lot to unpack there, and they kind of just fit it around this thing that it was was kind of stale, in my opinion. Um, uh, so getting into a couple things, uh, citing back to a couple uh, to about two weeks ago, maybe last week, what Andrew said about the fight scenes and everything like that. They're not getting any better. This, this, this. Uh, when they take the town back, it wasn't very exciting or exhilarating. It, it kind of was like corny in a way. Like when mm-hmm. they had, it's funny when Mando fights by himself. It's not corny. Or Mando like I'm, one other person. But then like when it's everyone else and like the way they're fighting, like the mood, like when they got boxed in, that was like yeah. the cheesiest thing in the world. Yeah. Um. And then when Pavis Law comes in on the jetpack and you, you guys an Aquaman. You seen Aquaman? Yeah, yeah. Remember I that time, where, like, he, like the very first thing he just drops in, and he flips his hair back, and he's like, "Permission to board." That's what it felt like. It felt like that same, <laughs> that same kind of scene where like his Law comes down, has his big giant gun. Yeah. Where were you in the first place? Yeah. First off, you have an entire company down here getting trapped in. But mm-hmm. I digress to that. But I also noticed something very, very, very interesting, and it goes back to what I just said last week. Our whole debate about the pregnancy thing. She didn't rub her stomach one time this episode. <laughs> one I time. Not one time. time. After so. it was over, I was like, Andrew, his yeah. I'm putting his theory out the window. That was a terrible, no, terrible. Didn't rub it once. There. It's the rub it once. And two, two, 
when he said, what's the point of bringing her back last week? My answer was probably bring Moff Gideon back and spoilers for, for uh, what's coming ahead. Guess who's coming back most likely? Moff Gideon. Like yeah. I've been telling you. My so man. the Mr. whole episode King. that we had there was to show that there's still a loyal person within the Republic, right. loyal to the old Republic. Or not the old Republic, the, the, the Empire. Empire. Yeah, sorry. Right. Uh, boom. Case over. Get Ray out of here. Get the There's pregnancy BS out of here. It's, it's, it's a, it was a reach oh before. Gosh. It for sure is a reach now. There's Definitely reaching. Uh, He's pulling his back with that reach. He's yes, yes. Uh, my second initial thoughts. That's my, that was my first initial thoughts. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My second initial thoughts was... <sighs> I, I'm conflicted. Uh, when I saw Mandalorian give his speech and then Pav his lock come in and everything like that, I saw... What I thought was going to come true, which is what I said in the very, very first episode, which was, I think he's going to be the one to lead the Mandalorian people, and they're going to—he's going to win them over, and he's going to mm-hmm. be the one that they want to rally behind. And they literally did it this episode. Uh, yeah, it did, did take some more convincing, but at the end of the day, Pavis Law said, "For those of you that are on the fence, uh, he's the guy we should be following because he saved my life, and he didn't give up on my son, yeah. as well as Bo- Bo-Katan, Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, we'll get—we'll get to her." Um, then my third initial thoughts with the whole Bo-Katan thing. Uh, it, we've seen this twice and she's failed twice. I don't think we need to see the same story from her over and over again where she tries to rally Mandalores together and, and become their leader. I, get see, it done yeah. with and either do it or don't. Quit bringing it back up. Okay, so yeah. I, I was surprised. So when I watched this, I thought you would have been like, okay, I'm, this is cool because it almost felt like she's getting her send-off in this series to for announce spin. that she's getting her own spin spinoff where she's finding it. Like that was the vibe yes, that I was getting. Yes. Uh, and I, and then as I was watching, I'm like, Oh, I bet you Matt's over there. Like, Oh yeah, it's happening. Yes. Um, yes. And that would be great. That my, I, I, my only thing here with this is right now, this is where the line in the sand is drawn. Either give her control of Mandalorian people and make her their leader or don't stop doing this same. Oh, I was a leader. Then I failed leader. Then mm-hmm. I failed. I mm-hmm. don't want to see it again. Mm-hmm. So if this is going to be the third time you're going to go with this story with Bo-Katan, which if they're going to be a spinoff show, I'm all for it. I, I love her character. The actress plays her incredibly well. Mm-hmm. But this is this is it. Get, wherever she goes with this with this, this storyline or this spinoff show, this is it. Keep her there and keep her pushing forward beyond this wanting to be the leader of Mandalore all over again. I just don't need to see mm-hmm. that again. And if they're going to do it this time, this is the last time they should do it, in my opinion. I, yeah. I agree with that. It, no one wants to see it's the same story over again. You know what I mean? Um, also, too, if they take her out of the show now to give her a spinoff, I think it was just a waste of a season. You know what I mean? Like, True. I feel like we're how many episodes left? Three episodes left. Three. And the only thing you've ta- told us so far is that there's a dinosaur at the bottom of Mandalore. There's uh, the pirate, the, the Power Ranger pirates are there. And then wait until next spring when uh she gets her own spinoff you know what i mean like besides that that's that's mm-hmm. that's the only thing you've told told us um i do too agree with you matt and andrew about the whole pirate thing i actually thought it was cool the way the captain looked i just thought it, he just wasn't necessary you know yeah. what i mean like yeah I, that's I, what I was gonna it's say. cool it's cool that they came together and they use the pirate thing in but yeah that was the reason to like to to rally them under one unifying yeah, I word just, I, thought, but, I thought it was but it almost felt right like now. they they didn't have anybody to do it so they were like we need something yeah 
I feel like I feel like a space one, pirate. Yeah, I feel like there may be one or two episodes too late of Moff Gideon. If mm-hmm. Moff Gideon was here establishing this in the secret hiding place, and this is my big coming out party is on this on this city uh, where I got defeated before, that would be a better reason to rally and have an excuse to do this than yeah. just having a space pirate that we're probably not going to – we might see again. We might see again. Uh, but not in a major role. It, it reminds me of, like, remember Hondo from Rebels? Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah, we, he was a bad guy and a big bad guy for, like, three episodes. And then, like, he just became, like, a, a joke character. And we all love him. I think everyone loves him if you ever watched Rebels. Yeah. Uh, but we don't take him serious in the character pool anymore. Right. It's like they it's like they created a character for, for, for Disneyland. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, when you go to Galaxy Edge, you're going to see a guy running around. It's the guy who hates Mando. You know what I mean? Who's yeah, not yeah. big scary, but yet. That's good point. It's it's it, he's there. Um, I still yes. think if they were smart, they should have done um, some maybe rogue old like empires like uh, troopers that didn't leave. You know what I mean? That were still mm-hmm. coming buzzing around and causing trouble. Yeah. Um, I still think I think that would have been a better uh, way of doing this. That way, it kind of leads into Gideon saying like, "Oh, they they still have a presence." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but real quick, I had a question. I kind of noticed because the guy Zeb from Rebels is in there, um, and I was hearing Damn. some other people. Yeah, dude, it was dope. Uh, that scene was fire. He looked uh, so good. Like, he did, and that's character. what I'm about to say. About to say, do you think that Star Wars's graphics, like they're animated? I don't want to hit animated. What would you call him? Like, because he was CG. CG. It's so crazy to me that Star Wars's CG is so good. Where like She Hulk and like. Black Widow, there's certain CG scenes that were terrible. And I know they had a bigger budget, but why is it why is it that Star Wars killed that dude? You know what I mean? Like the the captain looked good, Zeb looked good, different things look really good, but mm-hmm. Marvel didn't didn't hit that. You know what I mean? Uh Just so we, we kind of talked about this a couple weeks ago, and I think a lot of it, like if you were to to take budgets to a feature uh, length film and episodes, I think what you're seeing is that window is basically narrowing to where, and if you remember, we talked about how we're not getting as many episodes, but we're getting higher quality. Um, what is this episodes. for Mando? I think just for, for TV shows going forward, they realize oh. that they can't cut corners. Like if you think like the Arrowverse, like, you get tons and tons of episodes, Man. but that CG is so bad. That yeah, flash has gone out of control. And that makes me I, so sad. I love that show. Yeah, I'm just there's there's plenty of other shows that it's in the same boat where you watch an explosion, you're like, Supergirl. Oh, the whole CW universe at this point. Mm-hmm. So so the point I'm trying to make is I think that Disney, Star Wars, Lucas, I think they realize that hey, this is such a. I would even say Marvel realizes this too. Um, that this is such a high priority or high grossing um, IP that we can't cut shortcuts and do half quality CG, uh, yeah. especially like with Star Wars. Because Star Wars, if you think about it, like they're known for cutting edge, breaking through. Like it yeah, would feel yeah. like a big step backwards if they were like, here's some crappy CG. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, my yeah. my uh, my two cents on this is. The reason why Marvel misses the mark and Star Wars can is because of the amount of content coming out. Uh, Star Wars almost doesn't have enough content coming out. So much so that True. they're telling Kathleen Kennedy, hey, if you don't have a movie out written, an original story written, 
produced and out, and by 2025, you're gone. Uh, like, it's the complete opposite of Marvel. They're like, we need one next month <laughs> if you can. Uh, mm-hmm. And True. you can see it at uh, this year's a, a proven point of, of, I think Disney's last CEO, Bob Chapik, uh, he, he just pushed the Marvel button far too much to push mm-hmm. out too many things for it to be a good quality product, right? We had two movies a year before. Um, we have like three or four now and like two or three shows for Marvel. Uh, yeah. That's that's a lot of work to be done and not a lot of time to do it. And I think they just overstretch the resources uh, rather than rather than their budget being low or, or like missing the mark. They just couldn't get stuff done fast enough, right. uh, which is why you see them this year. This year slowing down a lot, like oh, only two shows instead of four and like two movies, um, which Ant Man the Wasp looked good. Like it looked yeah, I thought good. it was, I thought yeah. It was good. Um and Loki's Loki's probably gonna look great. Mm-hmm. And so the opposite front of Star Wars is like, hey, here's a here's a hundred and twenty million dollars and they spend like ten of it a year because they have one product coming out and mm-hmm. one one lower end product like Bad Batch probably doesn't cost as much to uh-huh. to run at this point. Uh, yeah. So I just think they, I just think that I think ones just run super thin, and they're trying to collectively get that backed in to get better quality content, which Marvel has addressed that already. Uh, yeah. And Star Wars is the opposite. They're like, hey, Ahsoka might come out this year, but like it might not, even though like they announced it for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're putting pressure on Kathleen Kennedy to put something out, like not having a Star Wars film out since what Rise of Skywalker is. It's kind of insane coming up big that it ideas. is insane. so mm-hmm. i think disney's looking at their like their their content stuff and saying well if we if we cut out three marvel films a year or even one marvel film a year and two shows we can influx it with the lack of shows coming from star wars so it balances out in disney's eyes they just need to put the fire in a kathleen kennedy to do something yeah and, and they have they basically told her hey if there's nothing out by 20 it's not a movie out by 20 that's crazy to say by the way written casted uh, production, pre-production, post-production. If, if that if, if the movie isn't complete by Christmas of 2025, you're gone. That's a big ultimate to have. That's a lot of pressure on someone to like that. Even even ball. that two-year mark that we're talking. Does about, that make you skeptical though? Of getting Kathleen Kennedy out? No. Of of getting a movie out. No. That's that. There's that much uh, yeah. pressure and time to. Uh, yeah, I would say. Like, I would say I a little bit. I think it does because like just what Matt said right now, Marvel's storyline, Matt, you would agree with this, that their Marvel storyline is beautiful. The way they introduce King, they have it laid out, right? They know what they're going to be going with. Star Wars looks beautiful, but their story is all over the place. You know what I mean? And I, I, I have a problem with the state of Star Wars's story right now um because right now it's Mando. Mando's a story. Bad Batch is pretty much done. Andor's Mando is... Yeah, Mando's good and Bad Andor. Batch is good. Andor is good. Or Mandor is good, but those stories can't keep continuing. They're kind of done. You know what I mean? Um, Baby Grogu, right. five fifty years from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want that. I don't want Andrew's thought process in this. I wanted to mute him because I don't want to hear Grogu in fifty-five years. Yeah, I don't. You know either. what I mean? I don't want to see that. Years. Get it right. Five hundred. Then he would be older than Yoda, but. Um, no, you wouldn't. I don't. Yoda was yeah, 900. Yoda. You sure? I thought Yoda was like 500. 
Either way. Potato, potato. Um, we don't want to see it. Is what to say. Yeah, we don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. And I also don't want to see Ray with her grandkids or something. Go get away from this. Go to the inner rim or go to the outer rim. Something. You go know what I mean? The old, go to what you have. If you don't want to continue forward with what you already did, don't. Go back to the older public. Mm-hmm. Go back to that stage. The higher public. You have two 200-year eras you could pull from that mm-hmm. are all original that in, in, in the can of, of Disney has been cut out, which means you have a fresh slate to literally build up 400 years worth of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if you just, if you start in the older public and start from the basis of that and then get through the higher public and then all the way through, you have at least, and this is going to sound crazy to say, but you have at least 20 years of content you could pull from. And by then the Skywalkers can be not forgotten about because they're the basis of things. Okay. Uh, but like, for example, we, in two years, not having Tony Stark or Iron Man is going to be, okay, cool, we're not, we're not have them anymore. But we're moving mm-hmm. on to bigger and better things now. Right. And we they just keep doing this stupid thing where they want to, like, talk about a Skywalker every two seconds. I don't – and and I have I have two friends who are very, 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 very much in love with Star Wars. And they, they – and, and we debate one specific thing. And they always say – Star Wars is the Skywalkers, and I always say that's because they make it, not because it, mm-hmm. not because like it has to be. They're like, and then I, I use Mando as like an example one time, and one of them said, "Well, Luke showed up," and I said, "But the driving force of the story was not anything to do with the Skywalker. Was a Skywalker in there? Was it mentioned? Yes, but if Luke was not in there, that story would still go flawlessly." And that's what I'm talking about. You don't have to just ignore that the Skywalkers ever existed, mm-hmm. but you you don't have to have everything going back to this centric storyline. Like 100. Uh-huh. Yeah. I agree 100 with that. Yeah, yeah, you're so, right, Andrew. Yoda Yoda died around 900. Yeah, I know I'm right. I know. I know oh, my facts. Man. I just want to. I just, just want to kick him out right now. I do too. I just want to disconnect his <laughs> his internet and just be like. That's not even his real house in the background. <laughs> it is. It's. I said good night. Yeah. Weird. I bet you don't even know how to play the piano. <laughs> so I actually do. Uh, so I bet you do. Coming back to the episode, what did you guys think about asking Bo to take off the helmet? Uh, I thought the forger was going to do it too. I, I know. Thought all, I, thought, I, I thought, thought they were going to walk out and she's going to be like, <gasps> and she's going to be like, uh, this is the way. Yeah. But I also think. This is gonna sound like not crazy, but uh, the savior complex of like you know what let's talk about like a save the original savior right and and whether you believe in Christianity or God or not, Jesus is like the sa- the savior like mm-hmm. uh what's the word like pedestal right uh and he the the basis of him was that he walked both he was able to live in spirit and also able to walk the land so if they're giving Bo-Katan the savior complex, it's like spot on. One that can that can still be within the way, but mm-hmm. also be within the with like, without the way. Like the she can do folk. she can do both. Therefore, she is the one to lead because she understands both sides now. So I get it. Yeah. Um, and I and and it's almost more impactful of her and when she takes her helmet off and no one else does. It's almost more impactful to how important she is now to the Mandalorian people. Where if this Forge lady who they've been listening to declares her to be the person that's going to lead all of Mandalore. And she's okay with her helmet coming off because she can walk both worlds, as they say in the in the show. Uh, that is almost a more powerful underlying message than 
if everyone took their helmet off and followed Boca 10, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised. I, I thought I thought the uh, the armor was gonna do it too. Yeah, I, I thought like, she was. Do it, do it. I just said this last week. Dang it! Do you uh, know how mad Din would have been? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'd been like, really? I almost yeah. drowned at the bottom. Go of through all of that. Uh-huh. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to bring up is, man, the New Republic freaking sucks, dude. Like, well, they it, suck. Qui Gon Jinn and Count Dooku have always said it that they they veered off the way of, of politics because politics get in the way of the right thing. Mm-hmm. And they both did it. They both went separate ways. One went to the light side, one went to the dark. But the point is they both trusted in something other than a yeah. political spectrum. Yeah. And they trusted in what was the right thing to do whenever it was the right thing to do it. Uh, that's why I'll – and this is – I don't know if you guys agree with this or not. I, don't, I think Steven does. So I always say Jedi's are not the good guy. They're not the bad guy, but they aren't the good guy. The good guy mm, is yeah. the Qui Gon Jinns. It's mm-hmm. it's the totally. Count Dooku's. Like it's the Duke. Yeah, yes. it's the dudes. It's, it's the dark. The Reddit. ones that are willing to follow the will of the Force. Not yes. not a code. Yes. Not a um, Republic. It's it, they follow the will. Uh, right. No, I totally agree with that too. Jedi were blinded by the by the Republic. That's dude. The if you if you think about it, Yoda Yoda literally got full of himself and. Couldn't see Sidious, you know what I mean? That's how far up the political. Not even just couldn't they were. see him in in public comic books. Uh, yeah. They have an established lore that he literally operated underneath the Jedi Temple. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like you can't feel that under right underneath your feet. There's a dark statement because you're so blinded by the politics of the Republic and and following their orders versus the world yeah. of course. And mm-hmm. the the dude also had Sith memorabilia. In his office. In his office. <laughs> While he was meeting with Jedi. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the that's, person, that's... I'm like, I wonder who the serial killer is. The guy with a whole bunch of knives and blood hanging right. on the wall. And like, nah, it couldn't be that guy. You know what I mean? But that's like, part of it is they 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 were so dogmatic that they wouldn't learn anything of it. So yeah. even though it was stand, staring them right in the face. Yeah, definitely. Nobody knew. It, especially which, when you, when you if I don't know if you've read it yet, Andrew uh, or Matt. When you when you read uh, Bloodline, it's a it's a great book to read before watching um, Force Awakens because it breaks. It, yeah, it's canon. It's canon. It came out about four years ago, and it's really good. Like it, and if you like the political aspect of it, it has to do a lot with Princess Leia and when it. Oh ha- yeah, when, yeah. This is after yeah, Battle Eleven. Yeah, this okay. is six years, about six years before, before the Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Yeah. It is really good. Um, the audiobook version, the lady's voice kind of irritated me, so I, it sucks because I hate reading, but I had to read it, it and it was really good. Um, I think where they're going with the, the new republic, you are gonna hate them 10 times more after reading that book. Mm-hmm. They just they just drop the ball so much, yeah. But it's a pretty good. I mean, book. I mean it's it's evident in, in, in the first war taking over, they yeah, they fell yet again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's 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 pivot. I think Mando is good. I think yep. we're in a point right now where there's uh, storylines starting to form versus the first three episodes or four episodes uh, that can lead to the ending of building. it. Uh, no, clearly, no pregnancies in this episode. Uh, yeah, I didn't see anything. Nobody. So sticking to the Marvel conversation, this one's going to be brief and quick because not a lot of details out. Uh, Marvel. Uh, but uh, quick two minutes on Jonathan Majors. Uh, we saw. I don't know when it was. Sometime in the last couple of days. 
mm-hmm. or last week, over something the like weekend, that. I think. Over the weekend, yeah. He was arrested uh, in Vegas, Vegas, I think. Uh, arrested somewhere uh, for strangulation. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. It's just when you read the headlines, nuts. Uh, for strangling a woman and um, assault and harassment or something like that. Uh, since the arrest, uh, the woman has come out and will not come out publicly, but has redacted her statements, not just redacted, but um, I forgot what the word was where she completely says that everything that was stated was false. Not that like, not that she didn't remember, not that she misremembered that she could clearly visibly say everything that was said was incorrect. Mm-hmm. Um, so my initial thoughts, I'll go, I'll go first and let you guys take over from there. My initial thoughts was, damn, Marvel has a 10 year plan. I just got thrown out the window <laughs> because yeah. if he would have been if he would have even been charged with those it would have been a wrap dude and after every and here's the other thing about majors he's going on a historic run right now mm-hmm. like historic run uh my first thought was like man you took creed a little too serious bro like they stopped filming <laughs> a few months ago you know uh, <laughs> so yeah so it, i was i was scared man because i i really really not just like as kang and everything I've seen of in uh, is a movie called Devotion, The Harder They Fall, Lovecraft County back when it was first big. He's just a damn good actor, and mm-hmm. he's killed it as Kang so far. So I was like, my little Marvel story is gone, which is at least in my in my concern. Uh, our prayers to the woman. I hope she's going through healing and whatever it is that happened or didn't yeah, happen. Definitely. That, to them too to figure out. But I was sad for Marvel storyline. And then uh, yesterday – she or two days ago, she redacted all her statements and said it was false. Uh, today or yesterday, the lawyer put out screenshots of text messages that came from her to Jonathan Majors, uh, saying that she made sure the judge and everybody knew that uh, it was a misunderstanding and that uh, the initial call wasn't even by her, it was from him uh, to call because she had passed out or something like that. Uh, the lawyer has also said there's going to be evidence coming out video evidence from like the vehicle situation that would also clear his name. So it seems like a lot of cleanup work is being done. Uh, I mean, how, like, how involved Marvel is with the cleanup, I have no clue. Right. Uh, how involved money is with the cleanup, I have no clue. But it, it seems like things were just either misunderstood or taken out of context. Uh, and the initial reason why it happened was because she took his phone after she had seen him texting another woman. Uh, so in, you know, real men fashion, he took that thing back real quick and tried to hide it. Uh, gentlemen's thoughts on the initial thoughts in the post and thoughts on going forward with Marvel and Jonathan majors. Go for it, Andrew. Yeah. I think, uh, I read the article and I was like, dang, like, hopefully this isn't like the dawning of Ezra Miller 2.0. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, oh man. Uh, my initial thought was like, is there something that goes behind the scenes in either like the stress of being an actor or actress that just kind of causes people to go crazy? Cause uh, like you said, everything that I've seen him in, the man's been flawless. Like he's done really, really great work. Uh, so I was, I was really nervous uh, that he could potentially get canceled or that he could get fired from Marvel. Um, yeah. And not to intervene here, but real quick, also like his interviews he does, He's very like well spoken, well mm-hmm. like well mannered. Like, mm-hmm. please, thank you. It's it was just a shock to me that like he seemed like the cleanest, most polished guy you can find. Right. And then this happens, but go ahead. Uh I mean that's basically it. Like I I that was my thought is is this something that's happening more and more commonly? Like uh it's a good talking point for next yeah, week. Yeah, it is. Table that one for next week for sure. Table. 
then we can get like actual like evidential actors rise and fall Ezra Miller like for example yeah, 100%. Uh, we can get guys that like Rose fell Rose again RDJ yeah, yeah so it's a good topic we'll, yeah we'll um so what I, I read a couple different articles and I was talking to Matt about it a little before we started going uh, some of the stuff looked a little biased so I kind of wasn't like taking it into consideration uh, but he was arrested in New York and New, York. New York's policy is somebody has to go to jail so yeah. somebody has to get yeah. arrested so the cops arrested him and he was super cool about it. They said, they said that he was like, yep, I'll, t- I'll definitely, I'm not fighting back. I'm not resisting. They said that mm-hmm. he wasn't like enraged or anything like that. So they said that he came into custody, you know, calm, cool collective. So I would, I would believe that, um, you know, he's innocent, but yeah, let let the, the system do their thing, figure yeah. that out. Yeah. It seems like it's going to, it, it seems like it's trending towards his way. Uh, yeah. If there is this footage that comes out and it clears him, then I, th- I think I think you give it a month or two and it's cleared under the rug. What really yeah. bothered me, though, and this is a different conversation to have for a different day, I think, was there is video evidence with Dana White punching a girl in the face. <laughs> and he got, he got, okay, punches white, whoever it is, punching a woman yeah, in the yeah. face. And there was nothing for him. There was outrage for like a day or two. He had a press conference that said, I'm not getting punished for anything. You can't touch me. And then he walked away. But as soon as this news came out, they were immediate to say it's time for him to go. Marvel's stuck and, and out of luck for 10 years. And it's just interesting yeah, dynamic there. I'm not, I'm not trying to say too so, much into it. Daniel White has I, control of his own career. Jonathan Majors doesn't, so there's a difference there. But the outrage and outcry was was is very not different. To, not to get too political, but when you mentioned that the other day, I think we were at the zoo when you mentioned that. Yeah. Um, I was like, man, that is crazy. Dana White didn't have to answer for that or nothing, man. Nothing. Even, even if it's your wife, that's ridiculous. You can't put your hand on a lady. But then I was thinking event. about it. With the so I looked up uh, events that happened on the day that Dana White went through that. And there was so much political and like mm-hmm. like uh, Ukraine stuff. Something happened where ESPN and them talked about it at like 9 o'clock at night. And then the next day, nothing. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it, that's that's crazy. Just interesting to think about. That's all. Yeah. Uh, so let's stick on the topic of of movies for now and stuff like that. Oh, we can get away from Marvel. Here. I just had one thing. Yeah, uh, Jeremy Renner. I think hopefully I'm saying his last name right. Yeah, his uh, interview coming out. Yeah, dude, he just he yeah, has an interview right. coming out. They posted some videos of him doing pretty good in therapy. That's so good. Really prayers, uh, yeah, thoughts, everything out to mm-hmm. him and his family. That's awesome that he's for a man who got snow plowed. He's looking pretty good. Yeah, it looks it's good. only a month away, right? Only a month after. It's it's impressive. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, and a man that almost not like he almost died. <laughs> he was mm-hmm. on Dude, critical condition for a day or two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Jimmy Renner. Prayers up to him and his family. I'm glad he's doing great. I'm glad he is okay. Movies aside, he's a human being that it's just seems like a stand up kind of guy. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm glad he's doing okay and his family's okay with him and everything like that. Uh, excited to see his interview. I'm interested to see. I'm very excited to see like him. what. Not what he says, what they ask him. Like, it's yeah, yeah it's a unique situation where he's going to have a lot of insight and perspective for like from a life, fashion mm-hmm. rise kind of standpoint. But then, what do you where do you go from there? It's only about yeah. I feel like I saw a snippet of it, and it was interesting. Like the little clip that I saw, he was and rightly so. He was he was getting emotional, but he apologized to his family for like mm-hmm. having them like having go through that put them through that yeah. i was like dang that's like an interesting perspective that like 
a lot of people I feel like would be the woe is me or like this happened to me. Yeah. But he was like took True. the opposite of that and was like, True. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry that my family had to be worried about me or I'm sorry that they, you know, had to see me like that or, you know, that they had to fear that, you know, I was gone. Like that mm-hmm. that's a it's heavy. Commendable. Yeah, man. Especially yeah, when you you almost die and you you're helping somebody else mm-hmm. not die. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. You save the guy, like that's a that's a hero in my book, man. I don't care how you chalk it up, even if it was a mistake when you fell or whatever it was. That dude, tip. I ha- if I could buy that man a beer, I would definitely buy that man a beer. Definitely, definitely. I remember yeah. when it first came out, we were all I was super concerned Me just because I thought like Marvel already lost a superstar like way too soon, not mm-hmm. just Marvel but the world. Uh, yeah. and th- this guy is in Mayor of Kingstown as well for Paramount. That's a damn good show. Uh, so he, there's there's like there's actors that are kind of past their heyday when they die. It's like, okay, you're not, not that yeah. you're old or say that you're like, mm-hmm. your career doesn't matter anymore, but it's, it's different when someone's at the peak of their, of their career and in yeah, any career man. really. And they, and they pass away like that. So, uh, shout out Jeremy Renner guys doing fine. Uh, pushing into the next topic. Movies stick in that same direction. Uh, this one should be really brief and quick. Uh, Wes Anderson has a movie coming out called asteroid city. And, uh, I showed you guys the trailer. If you haven't mm-hmm. seen it, go watch it. It's basically a science fiction romance comedy. Uh, Wes Anderson, right? A lot of amalgamations of different gen- genres coming together uh, about like these kids in this town who get together for like a science week mm-hmm. and they end up uh, seeing like a UFO and the government shuts them down, keeps them in the city for a very long time. Uh, if you know Wes Anderson films, they're damn good usually. Uh, oh, yeah. Fantastic Mr. Fox, Island Dogs. My favorite, one of my favorite movies of all time is Grand Budapest Hotel. Uh, this has that same kind of look and tone to it mm-hmm. as what some other film, films usually do. Uh, but let me just read the cast real quick because this is crazy to me. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, Tom Hanks, Tinda, Tilda Swinton, Brian Cranston, Edward Norton, Adrian Brody, uh, Rupert Friend, Steve Carell, Willem Dafoe, who we didn't even see in the trailer, uh, Margot Robbie also was in the trailer. Uh, Tony Revolori was in the trailer for like a brief second. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. And, I didn't see him. Uh, Is he in the trailer? He was on the trailer as well. And a ton more. And the crazy part is none of them are the main character. Wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Star Study cast made me think of of, uh, of another. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and play it. Uh, is it muted? For the, for, for, uh, yeah, I muted it. Just said I wanted to yeah. cut, cut into the audio. Uh, yeah, if you're on the it. podcast, we're 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 watching it on Twitch. Sorry about that. We're just gonna walk you through it as we're talking about the trailer. Yeah, this is but, the trailer. Yeah. I mean, it looks it looks good. Uh, the tone looks really good. It has it has that Wes Anderson film uh, feel to it. Uh, but it made me think of a competitive approach to film. Last year, I think film was in a down place. There was a lot less movies, therefore a lot less box office numbers. I think they should trying to hit it a lot harder. Uh, yeah. But there's another movie coming out, Star City Cast. It's a movie that I've talked about before in the past, Oppenheimer. Uh, mm-hmm. Killian Murphy, mm-hmm. Josh Peck, RDJ, Matt Damon, uh, a, a cast list so large I can't even name it. Christopher Nolan film, uh, another another Christopher Nolan science film. Uh, it's about the making of the nuclear bomb. Yeah. Um, so it made me think. There's two juggernaut directors coming up with this original storyline that one kind of original for Christopher Nolan's sake, but original screenplay I'll say, um, or adaptation of something coming out. One, do we see one or both of these films up for multiple Oscars? 
Uh, or two, do we see a box office battle of them to being the highest grossing of the year? Three, does this reestablish cinema? That's my questions to you guys. Well, Andrew, go first. Um, I think you'll definitely have like a, a tug of war between box office performance. Um, I I probably guess you're gonna see. I don't know. The the Oscars are are, are interesting because it's to, in my opinion it seems like they tend to play like to the indie side of things a little bit more than big budget. But I could see them. I mean, Christopher Nolan, I, they could go that way. I'm going to say just to err on the side of caution, it, you're going to see probably a box office tug of war between those two movies. If I was to choose one, that's probably going to get more love from uh, the Oscars, probably go Wes Anderson. Uh, just okay, okay. feels more of like a, an art style of mu- a movie, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> well, as far as establishing cinema, I don't think so. I I think you have two people that are very good at what they do, um, but it doesn't necessarily mean it makes the absolute most money, because we've seen that it's it could be Transformers that makes tons of money, and that's a terrible movie, but it just. It but does it but does it, but does it reestablish the interest of an actual cinematic film, right? I think right now it's it's the Marvel curse, give and take, right? Scorsese mm-hmm. said it best. Uh because of Marvel, a lot of films lack lack originality, originality, and they lack original screen. Like the original screenplay stuff isn't there anymore. The cinematic feel to the movies isn't there anymore. I mean it's clear, mm-hmm. it's evident. Um because they're going for the 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 action packed Multi multi film franchise, CG vomit, be, yeah, because of Marvel. Does the, do these two films pique enough interest for people to say, okay, these artistic directors, the indie film directors, because they these, these two guys started somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, and they established themselves as, as something? Um, do we look that do we look that way more for other original screenplays that are not like already comic based or video game based? That kind of stuff. That's what that's what I'm talking about. Honestly, I hope so. I I wouldn't hold my breath for it because I think you know, in a room with three guys who absolutely love movies and love talking about movies, I think for us it means a lot more than your like average movie goer who's true, there yeah, just true. to just to watch a movie and learn a story. Like, and this is kind of a little sneak peek to the topic that I wanted to talk about a little bit today. Yes. Um, but there's so much more than a movie than just the plot. There's cinematography. There's the the music atmosphere. Like, there's a lot of things that is goes into it more than just hey that was a good story or hey that was well written. Um, and I think both of these directors have like really All good everything. Yeah. yeah, vision. I'll call it vision to where it's their the directors. And, yeah, but you like Michael Bay's a director, but he's no, no, really no, 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 no. They're directors. You know what I mean? Scorsese. Yeah, I know that's a director. Like you didn't let me finish. Like Francis Ford yeah. Coppola. That's a director. Yeah, but they're they're looking at it from almost I feel like every Emotional aspect directed. versus like your Michael Bay is looking for like, hey, <laughs> how can I make this cool set piece where things are gonna explode? Like, there's directors that see this is my creation versus hey, this this idea would look really cool on screen. 
and I have to fit the pieces to make it go through to get there. Yeah, um, agreed, and I don't, agreed. I don't feel like Christopher Nolan or I don't feel like he, he approaches it that way. I feel like he wants, and even um, Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino's um, going to have one too next week, I think. Yeah. Like I, I watched an interview with him where the thing that excites him about movie making is he likes to make the audience cringe or take them on a journey where they have no idea what's going on and it's his idea so he gets to do that whether yeah. it be the grossest thing you've ever seen yeah, we'll get to that uh next because this it's easy transition for me to make that so that, that's what i was going to do next thanks for jumping the gun uh steven thoughts on these two films uh and real quick andrew to kind of counter your point of like the best picture nominations there is about three or four like major major motion pictures like that were nominated uh, and i think Wes Anderson and Nolan will always get that nod anyway, no matter mm-hmm. just just because of who they are. Especially, yeah, Wes I think Anderson. I think for sure you're gonna get a nomination. I just don't know if they're gonna win, win it all. Yeah, yeah, good point. Fair enough. Steven, thoughts on all those things? Um, yeah, for I, I agree. Specifically, yeah, I um I agree a lot with Andrew. I think um uh, if I had to pick two, I mean pick one, I think um Atomic what was it Atomic City. I think it's going to. It's going, oh, I think it's going to. I think it's going to clean house. I'm more excited for the other one because I love the storyline. I love that they have killer actors in it. Um, that it piques my interest just as uh, a person. I love that that era in that. Yeah, I just love the era that it's taking place in. So I'm going to go watch that for sure. Um, do I think they're going to be? Um, uh, the number one and number two. I can think. I see one of them being in the top one or two, but not both. Uh, they're both uh, stories that I don't think the average moviegoer is going to go see. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I think uh, Oppenheimer might be. Uh, with with Mario coming out um, this year, with uh, there's a couple other movies that are just like fun theater movies coming out. I could see some of those doing very well. Um, but what I'm looking forward to this whole year besides Mario is going to be Oppenheimer. I think that's going to be the movie that mm-hmm. really gets people wanting to take and go multiple times to the movie. Yeah. Theater. Oppenheimer, I think, is going to be something special. Uh, this other one, too, actually, the, just the, the cast alone and them being supporting characters mm-hmm. is, is going to be incredible, in my opinion. I mean, yeah. Grand Budapest Hotel was my, again. It, ha- it has the same, and they all do, but this like there's a different essence of Grand Prix Hotel, and it won Best Picture, right? So, uh, I, I I just love that movie, and I'm, I can't wait to the next version of that movie, which looks like this is going to be it. But uh, to two things: one, Oppenheimer is going to be like three and a half hours long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Nolan's coming for the record for the longest film or something like that. Uh, I'm cool with waiting three and a half hours for a Nolan film. Uh, two. Transitioning to a topic Andrew brought up, uh, there is trailers, uh, and there's not just like one trailer. There's a teaser trailer, and then there's like mm-hmm. trailer one, trailer two, trailer three. Final trailer. Uh, then there's like those super fast cut trailers. They're like in between commercials, the like spots. Yeah, TV yeah. spots. Uh, so Andrew has a thought provoking question. That I'll let him take the reins on this one. Uh, he's not the expert of the week, guys. He's just asking a question. Uh, that's all he's doing. Andrew, pose your question. I'm not the expert. Uh, So the the question that I posed, and before I explain it, here's my thought process on it. 
So it comes back to Jedi Survivor. So I think last week there was a new trailer that dropped for, for the Jedi Survivor game. And I really wanted to watch it. But I had, I've had this thought since I've played Hogwarts Legacy where they, they had trailers, but they didn't really go into the story. And as I've been playing that game, I've been so excited on just what the story of Hogwarts Legacy has been that I want to do the same thing for uh, Jedi Survivor. And this trailer I saw was titled like Storyline Trailer. And so I was like, you know what? I'm not going to watch it. Like, I'm going to I'm going to have some yeah, some self-control and not watch this trailer because one, I really liked um, Fallen Order. Yeah, and, Fallen Order was so good. Yeah. And the, the, the story from Hogwarts has been like so fun just to be like, no idea that that was going to happen or no idea that this was going to happen. How far are you into it? Uh, to Hogwarts? Yeah. I'm like at the last mission. Like last, oh, last dang. I'm at like maybe 38, 40% of yeah. the game. I haven't really been a chance to play. I try to play yeah, at midnight. So it's it's just been one of those things that's been really cool to to kind of yeah. see the story come to life versus like seeing a, a trailer that kind of gives you everything and you're like, okay, here's what I'm looking forward to. Here's what I'm going to be fighting, um, those kind of things. So yeah. the, the question that I pose is, do trailers effectively hurt or uh, help the gaming, the movie, just that that experience? Um, mm. And is it getting to the point where, and this this would be like, depending on how how I feel after uh, Jedi Survivor happens, if I get that same yeah. feeling I'm getting with Hogwarts Legacy, like I think yeah. I'm gonna try to cut out trailers in my life. So um, I, I, I've actually had this conversation with Matt. There's a couple guys that I follow on YouTube that I've, I watch their daily videos. Like on my lunch break, mm -hmm. I pop it up and I, I watch it. It's um, new rock star. And then there's a couple other guys I get from where with my movies and video games and stuff like right. that. I do. Um, I do definitely unfollow those guys so much. Like when I haven't finished Mando or I haven't finished a game, Right. I will unfollow, like, I think it was, I can't remember what movie it was, but I told Matt that I unfollowed him for like three weeks because I just had a chance to get to the movie theater and I didn't want anybody to spoil it. Right. And I talked to Matt, usually the only person I talk to about movies. So he's like, hey, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. Let's not talk about it. Or right. you, you've seen it. I haven't. Let's not talk about it. So with the trailers, that's a good question because there's a, another channel that I follow that does trailer breakdowns. Yeah, I was and sometimes get to that. they they ruin it for me because they're like, some guys will be like, "There's no more trailer scenes because we we've seen everything already." Right. And then one guy will be like, "No, we haven't seen him at this temple. We haven't seen him there." And it's like, I want to I want to be jaw dropped. I get right. it. Get me with the hook. Show me Mando walking down. Show me different things. But telling the story. Nah, I'm I'm at the age where I want to be, I don't want to have to know. I want to be entertained. Right. So, I think right now I think trailers are ruin it for video games, for movies totally different. I think it's a totally different, like, thing in movies, TVs and video games. I don't really care to see. It's more of the movies that I want to watch a good trailer to be like, okay, I want to go see this. The only reason is because I'm, I'm going to be investing $60, $70 at the movie theater. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to go and be like, damn, I just wasted two, two hours 
of my life that I can't. Who are you going to? You know what I mean? No, just like oh no, no. Well, like think about it. I have my kids. I usually bring with me, and then I get popcorn and stuff. It's a keep me home. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, Uh, going this time. No, so, so I think there are, and again, I think it comes down to filmmakers, the type of movie, like, uh, again, Gravity is a great example. I feel like you watch the whole movie within the trailer. Yeah. Um, okay. But even this Wes Anderson trailer that we just watched, like, I, uh, I took away a couple different things than what Matt was talking about. I almost get the vibe that, like, this is like an experimental group that they're doing like psychological tests on to see like if we like almost like a vibe from um, what's that Truman show, the Truman show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's kind of what I got to see like what, what makes these people tick. Um, So I think trailers can be done right, but I specifically around like blockbusters, I feel like they they're showing too much. Um, And I think for games, it's the same way where it's like, and again, like if you go look up the, the most recent trailer for the Star Wars Survivor, it says like storyline trailer. Like it's, I don't want to know that. Like, yeah, that seems weird to me. What are your thoughts on it, Matt? Uh, for gaming or just in general? Both in general. Yeah, for both of them. Um, okay, so I think misleading trailers. Okay, it, it's the all encompassing thing is hard for me because. Misleading trailers is no fault with people that put the movie out. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like in the case of like Gravity, for example, you like you feel like you watch the whole movie just by watching the trailer or whatever. Uh, that's that's not a fault of the trailer itself. Uh, it's true. I I I think this is this is gonna yeah. I think trailers these days review a lot less than they did back in the eighties and nineties. Or even in the 2000s. If you watch like Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade, basically the whole thing is, is in the trailer. Good movie still. Uh, you watch the new Indiana Jones that just came out. Uh, I, I don't know what it's about. <laughs> um, so it, it, I don't Here's think trailers for movies have ruined anything, in my opinion. Here's my counter to that. The 80s and the 90s, the only real place you were watching trailers was in the theaters, going to see another movie. The or fact that it's movie. so so readily available right now to where people can watch it a thousand times, dissect it, edit it to where they can slow it down and see things. No fault of the trailers or the people that make the trailers. That's just but, that's just the disadvantage uh, of technology. Like it, it's like I don't I don't know how to explain it, but the trailer is not at fault for people to do with the trailer. Uh, it, in, in the case of like Marvel, for example, like I, I personally, when No Way Home was having like their press run, I stayed away from most trailers because I knew that was going to be a special film just from what I mm-hmm. had a hunch over. Um, but even if you go back to the trailers now, outside of like the one flaw that that trailer in Japan or whatever had, it was there was no indication of of. Even the storyline, we mm-hmm. didn't know why they were there. We didn't know how they were there. We didn't know why only three of them were fighting him. Uh, we didn't even know like Green Goblin was in it until like the last trailer. Uh, yeah. So I, I just think it's 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 low. You, you, like it's not uh, the trailers aren't the f- in. It's not the trailers. It's in tandem with like Steven said, watching these people every day, a week mm-hmm. who 
break down trailers to a T, like frame by frame. Uh, And even then, I'd I'd garner to bet that if if the majority of Steven's people he watches or whoever we watch, I don't watch anybody that does trailer breakdowns just because I don't, it's not my cup of tea, but I don't blame anybody who does. Uh, But I can guarantee you, the very first iteration of a trailer breakdown they did for like, let's say, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Probably wasn't spot on to what that movie actually oh, not ended even, up being. Not, not even close. Uh, yeah, you're, you nailed that. So, so uh, it's 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 not what ruins it for me. And what I think I think we're on the same page with uh, Andrew is when these content creators that do do that hype up a certain thing that's not even going to be present in the film right. or right. on the TV mm-hmm. show. It's so like WandaVision, for example, when uh, someone like like a breakdown of like her title sequence in the very first episode, and there was like Grim Reaper and um uh an iteration nightmare. of uh nightmare and and someone bro- and so from episode one going forward we're expecting right Grim reaper nightmare yeah. uh, mephesto when that wasn't the case and if you watch that show from a different lens of like not having that information even available to you then i could I, it's probably a much better show um so like i'm not gonna say that they, they don't overhype things or they don't like under deliver on things based off of trailers because they do I just don't think it's a fault of the actual motion picture making the trailer. It's it's yeah. It's everybody else that has eyes on it. Yeah, I would and, agree hundred percent with for gaming. Uh, how Steven feels about movie trailers, I feel like that about gaming. I need to see a good gameplay trailer before I even think about buying a game. So yeah. is is it is it a gameplay trailer or is it like I said a story? trailer that you're looking for they go in, well Game i don't play many story games so they don't but they to me they go in tandem i i'm, I'm not gonna if, if you do nothing about hogwarts legacy like i i know not like if i do nothing about it for example like me then you guys are big harry potter fans but i i could care less about <laughs> hogwarts legacy but now that i've seen gameplay of it and there's an ongoing storyline that's actually pretty compelling uh i'm more interested in it than before and I can say the same for you guys about Call of Duty, for example. Like, I don't have yeah. to see a Call of Duty trailer to play it, but I know Andrew's dead set on making sure Zombies is good. Therefore, let me see the trailer and let me see the gameplay for Zombies so I know I'm not going to waste my $60. Mm-hmm. I, that's that how I feel about gaming specifically. TVs and, and movies, yeah, I'm okay with different. watching all those. Yeah. yeah. But like I said, I feel like as of recent, specifically like in the gaming realm, like yeah. I feel like I've had like a change in that to where if I see just like, a mechanics a, a gameplay like this is what the game's gonna look like but not necessarily what the storyline cool. is that could sell me by itself yeah like, gameplay i, I want to try to sell me yeah easily. like i want to try to stay away from like this is what the story is this is who you're yeah. gonna see but there because... are games there are games that that like have done that for me as well like i'll give you like marvel spider-man i i, I saw him fight one time and swing in the city and i was like i don't need to see anything else mm-hmm. but yeah. on the flip side of that when there are story-based games where the story is kind of important, like I don't know how important Hogwarts Legacy is for the story. It seems like you can do a lot of like open-world stuff. Uh, the, story, the story is massive, in my opinion. Yeah, like, yeah. But when you look at like um, like Arkham Knights, for example, or you look at uh, uh, even I mean, remember that the, uh, that game Stray that just came out with the cat. Mm-hmm. I have no interest in Stray. Unless yeah. I know there's actual story behind like the stray cat. I just don't like cats in general. So yeah, or even suck, like uh, like Rogue Squadron, bad. for example, for Star Wars. We knew nothing about it. It came out, didn't so. So it's it's I what how we feel about this situation, I think it's the opposite for most gamers. 
games are in such a bad low place right now that like I need to make sure this game is 100% good and I'm going to like it before I spend any kind of money because I've been let down for the last 10 years in gaming pretty much. Yeah. If gaming is just so stale that like if there's no trailer out or any kind of special gameplay mechanic that's shown, it's just not going to sell. Stray is a great story. Uh, maybe there's I, a story I didn't know. That sure does. I, I have no clue that story. Yeah, but see, like, yes. like it, it's weird. I know me too. It's kind of weird because it's like contradicting Matt. It's like story doesn't matter, and then it's like the, you want the trailer to kind of hook you just a little bit, but we it don't want it to. to tell us. Yeah, but we don't also don't want it to tell us everything. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's weird. One, uh, uh, there's one movie in particular that got me so heated. Uh, was Remember um, Suicide Squad? Was it Suicide Squad? The first one? Which one? The first one? The first one? When they had all this, like, Joker... It was crazy. Everybody's like, this movie's gonna be killer. They they cut everything. They cut everything out, but didn't change Mm -hmm. the trailer. Mm -hmm. That's one of the times I was like, man... that See, this is why I gotta stop watching trailers. You know what I mean? Like, I'm getting my hopes up. And I think... The movie wasn't that great, but I think I would have liked it a little more if I was like... Yo, where's this scene at? Where's that scene at? Yeah. You know what I mean? So on the right. on the on the contrary to what Andrew's saying, I can think of one trailer specifically where everyone watched it, and because they didn't know what was going on, they automatically hated it and had a bad taste in their mouth. And that was the Eternals. But the first Eternals trailer came out, even the second and the third, they told us nothing, nothing yeah. other than these Quiet. people are here on earth. And mm-hmm. I I personally like that, but I know the majority of people were like, This this what are they? doing here why are they here it's like well the movie's gonna show you that but they want those answers mm-hmm. before they go see it to know if they're gonna be hooked or not so i think it's just i i i i'm not trying to toot my own horn around. it's not even a good thing it could be a bad thing sometimes but i understand film to to in what i'm in my opinion it's like a different degree of the casual movie goer mm-hmm. uh yeah, sometimes it makes more. sometimes it makes good movies to me, seem terrible. Sometimes it may terrible movies seem good. Like right. I'm, I'm not giving an example because I don't have what's top of my head right now. But Tenet, like so a lot right, of people didn't like Tenet. Loved it. Uh, it was fantastic. Rise of Skywalker. It was hated on, but from a cinematic point of view, that was a damn good movie. Yeah, uh, beautiful. Yeah. So uh, because of that, there are some some movies and some things that like, or trailers, for example, are I act differently. I I know Eternals was made by like an indie, an indie, indie director. Mm-hmm. I knew that she was gonna have this tone. Therefore, that trailer didn't bother me. But the average moviegoer needs to be hooked. They need to be, you know what I mean? They need to be roped in pretty much on the first yeah. go around. So um, there are, I will say teaser trailers, uh, I think are, are great how they are. They usually have a lot to be desired right after, like uh, for any film. Like there's a movie that's coming out called uh, Elemental by Pixar. Uh, their oh, teaser yeah, trailer I, I there was there was just a song and she was walking down the subway and it looked beautiful and yeah, it looks beautiful. She, a splash of water got in her and she got hurt and that was where the trailer ended and I was like no I need to see more of this because I want yeah. like, this looks really good and the trailer came out I think a couple of days ago like the actual trailer trailer and the world looks beautiful uh they build upon like them two meeting and now I'm hooked with like okay I'm I'm already a Pixar fan, but I'm I'm this movie looks like it's gonna be one of Pixar's best in years. I'm 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 all in now on this one. Mm-hmm. And the teaser trailer was done well enough, not revealing anything, to get me interested six months later. Uh and now the trailer's been a good enough thing to to get me hooked on. Okay, I want to see how this plays out. And, and so, yeah. 
So I, I don't think it's a good or a bad thing. I think the bad thing is uh, the surrounding nature of so not social media, but like YouTube, for example, yeah, of like content. needing needing content out. And right. even if I even if I'm reaching, like I think someone's pregnant when they're not, I'm still gonna put it out <laughs> because because it needs yeah. to be talked about. Um, that is true. Just wait. Just wait. So Just wait. Uh, the yeah. yeah. So. Fine. Like I said, I'm gonna ch- I'm gonna try to stay away from from trailer for uh, Jedi Survivor because I want to relive that experience. Like I- yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the part in in Hogwarts that like I just was not expecting. That was just so cool. Like not even from just like a gameplay, but like we talked about earlier, like gameplay, music, like atmosphere. Like I had no idea that this was coming, and it was so cool. And it was the Pensieve Guardian, like. Oh no yeah, problems. that was a that like, was a hard fight. Too. I was I was like, it yes. was so good. Like I was at loss for like everything. Yeah, dude. I after that was over, I got up and I felt like accomplished. Mm-hmm. I was like, let's go. You know what but I mean? Just I'm like, to take the I don't think on, they man. showed anything of that in any trailer, and it no. was so cool. And it was like, this was is good. like, this is in yeah. here. Like this is happening. Like. I just it's not like a that. Harry Potter lore or anything. It's completely new it just concept. Was cool. It yeah. just was the the atmosphere, it, music. The music's freaking awesome. Yeah, like you feel. That's, just to me, like, that's the most important thing of anything. If the music and score uh, is good, yeah, yeah that that, that game good. is is. I definitely need to go back and replay it. But like trying to hit everything right now, I just want to do the story. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, so we'll leave it there. Uh, I just know that the Pensive Guardian, that orb, will be gone in no time with me. Uh, so let's position and transition over to our game. Uh, we're going we're gonna to go a little early in the game today because uh, last few weeks have gone a little longer for the game. Steven, I hope I hope it's a drawn-out game because I'm giving extra time to it. So uh, here <laughs> no, you go. It, it's uh, without be, further it's... ado, our game peasant of the week is uh, Mr. Khan, like Stephen Courier. Have that. What's your game? And let's go. Let's run All right. It. So this one's not going to be too crazy. We're just going to be getting some laughs and some giggles and, you know what I mean, talking some BS. We're going to be playing Would You Rather. So they're going to be situational things. In the comments, if you think uh, Matt is full of crap, put Matt full of crap. If you think Andrew is spot on, put Andrew spot on. Um, or what you would take or what you would say, yeah, you're crazy. I would mm-hmm. never do that. I have a couple of them. There's going to be about like 10, and we're just going to kind of – Go through them. If they're funny, we'll keep talking. If they're not, they're not. It looks like Matt needed to do some stuff real quick. So we'll hit up uh, a shotgun intro. Did you happen to see uh, Clayface is going to be the new uh, villain for Batman? Did you see that? I did see that. Yeah. So do you think it's going to be OG Clayface with the whole, you know, cake coming down? Or do you think it's going to be like... They go Mud back in time. Sorry, my yeah. son needed a son needed a towel. He's in the bath. No, no, you're good, man. Yeah, I just I just think they're gonna do the OG Clayface about like where he was going around oh, killing. We're gonna talk the about cast. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's talk about the real fast, real fast, fast before it. Yeah, how about that? Um, uh, Clayface. Yes, he was not officially confirmed by like uh, Matt Reeves or anything like that, or even DC. But there is uh, news of like a Clayface movie coming out, um, and then the next day there was conf- confirmation of like inner sources uh, that. Clayface may it, they didn't say he's gonna be the main villain, but it's going to be in uh yeah. Batman part two. Um mm-hmm. so let's uh let's MJ. talk about Mr. Clayface. Let's talk about let me let me say one thing real quick about, about this whole situation. 
I like Clayface. Okay. I mean, let me, Mr. Freeze or I like Clayface. Uh, I like the ability really for for there to be a character that can just disguise himself. Uh, uh, disappointed if that's going to be the main villain. If he's the main villain, disappointed because so, if if they can start building now in the Court of Owls stuff for the next five years, and I think it'd be a perfect arch. I just don't think Clayface is going to be anything crazy. The problem with three villains in that movie is going to be it's going to be overcrowded. I don't want. Yeah. I want one solid villain, and then I, mean, I feel like they had three villains Owls. in the last one, and it worked. No, not really. I thought villains. they only had two. The, the gangster boss and oh, that penguin. That's he's not a villain. He's not a villain in this film. Stop. But if that. they put him, so, if they put him Clayface, like, stop. So he's so, not a villain in that movie. Here's my thoughts about Clayface. Clayface, in my opinion, is a pretty underrated uh, Batman villain. Slept uh, on. That Batman has some great villains, but if they could take this, and because the Matt Reeves Batman is very dark. If they gave this Clayface character like a really sinister, um, almost horror esque film to where yeah. he can transform into anybody, uh, keep you, keep Batman guessing, look, having Batman look over his shoulder because he doesn't trust anybody because he's seen this, I think that could play out really, really cool. Um, and I think there's a difference. From Clayface that we get comic wise versus like the big mound, scary mound monster that the, you the see. Not gonna be that obviously. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, but the shapeshifting ability is gonna be there. Like, and yeah. let me address real quick what I said about the Penguin. Okay, I'm not stupid. I know he's a Batman villain. Okay, he wasn't a villain in that film. It's the same way the Joker say. was not a villain in that film. Just because they're in the movie doesn't mean they were a villain in the movie. It's, it's not how it True. works. True. He is a villain, but he's just he not that movie's villain. Yeah, yeah. I get it. he's not even an antagonist. He does not. I mean, they had three does. villains in it, though. He yeah, but, and they have a, a drive nothing. race scene where he's chasing him down. But you know, <laughs> he, we'll take that out of there. In that movie, I would go as far to say that he was an ally to Batman at one point in that movie. <laughs> but go ahead. All right, my take on this is, uh, I do agree with you, Andrew. I I hope they do kind of go dark with this. I think I think. I hope they bring the Silver Age Clayface with a little hint of the animated, you know. Um, I, I like the Silver Age Clayface with where he was going around killing the actors and actresses that were redoing his movies in like... That's the trench coat Clayface with the hat? Yeah, that's the original one. Yeah. I, I hope they kind of add that in with the darkness, but then like what Matt said, uh, or, or Andrew was saying, like, I wish he's like disfigured. I hope something mm -hmm. happened to him. Because I know in the animated, he's using the makeup and it kind of de destroys his face and then he kind of turns into it. But I hope they kind of use a little bit of both, but make him where Batman's kind of looking for like all these actresses are starting to die. You know what I mean? Like the famous actresses and actress actors yeah, like he, in, in Gotham are end up dying and he kind of puts two and two together. I mean, it's like former actor. I think that would be super cool, but I really pray that he's not the main villain. I, um, I don't want that's him to I'm be saying I don't it just I, don't need don't, to be the main guy. It. I want them to really get into I think the quarter owls is a little too early because he doesn't establish it. Establish yeah, it. you could definitely establish it because we, we, we don't also want this movie to drag out 13 years until we get to a climax. Like mm -hmm. I, I, I don't do. want it to be I, I, I don't want to watch Batman year two, year three, year four. I don't want to watch that. I would love um, it. Um 
personally, but go ahead. So the reason I think Clayface could work even if he is is because you have a very detective Batman in this yes. story, and this would be a hard person to crack, like detective wise. Like he'd have to get creative of someone who could literally That's change his appearance. Every single character, every single one. You can pick any Batman villain outside maybe Bane as a detective-based character. So I don't want that BS, okay? Anyone you can have a good detective storyline, go go for it. Any single one of them outside of Bane. Mr. Freeze could be a great detective story. Uh, Hush could be a damn good detective story. Oh, yeah. Great. Uh, Clayface could be – like anybody you do could be a good detective film for – Batman outside of maybe the Joker and Bane. That's because that they're so outlandishly different from the crowd, they can't really mm-hmm. blend in as much. But like the I, whole I, detective thing, like I get the argument for it. Clayface is like a master in disguise kind of a thing, but mm-hmm. how cliche of a detective thing is that? Oh, finally guy's amongst the crowd. Like, come on, that's not original that's, to detective it's, work. It's the detective movie, though. I, I think they're gonna do I hope they go freeze, to be honest with you, but not calling him Mr. Freeze Arnold Schwarzenegger, where he's like some like glow in the dark toy buzz lightyear looking <laughs> figure. I really want him to be more because Mr. Freeze is the only character where you're kind of rooting for the guy mm-hmm. after you find out like yeah, he's just trying to Yeah, dude. Like in some of the Batman games, he's he's not a good guy, but he's not a bad guy. Sometimes he's helping you, sometimes he's not. Uh I think that would that storyline would be uh, one that pulls on the heart. So you have the heart being pulled, and then you have this clay face guy killing people. Like you get your your emotions and your you know what I mean, like the horror yeah. of it. I think that that's pretty cool. I really hope they tie something in with Arkham. I'm a huge part Arkham fan. I, I love that. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm waiting for the movie. So part of the problem is for me with that man. Uh, and and live He's action the best films. Superhero of all time. Uh, second best is cool. That's fine. Biggest IP for sure. Uh, besides Spider Man. Uh, so, Trash. so what I'm trying to say is, his main villains. Like, pick pick one. Pick pick any of his main three or five yeah. villains. Two They're face. so outlandish. <laughs> that, like, yeah, penguin. You know what I mean? This whole detective thing. It's difficult to do because they're so outlandishly freakish and different, and freak accidents mm-hmm. happen to them. Yeah. Like, it. That's the problem with Batman films when they come to live action films. Like, you want a detective movie. But they're freakishly oh, different so characters. Court of Owls. That's my point. That's yeah. what I'm trying to get to. Is that like the Court of Owls are an underground? It, just imagine the storyline of Bruce thinking he got the corrupt underneath politicians stuff out of the way, and then goes yeah. back five years from now and is like, "Oh, there's an entire organization that was even under them that supersedes this city." Mm-hmm. So I, it's just difficult for me. The Detective Batman film was great. Uh, they really did a good job of like bringing Riddler back down to like. <laughs> reality, not the freaking yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Riddle uh, me this, uh, black is blue, and you're just yeah, like, really? Yeah. Come on, dog. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad they did that with him. It's just some of these characters you can't, Clayface, you can't do that with Penguin. You, de- you can't do that with really. Uh, Mr. Freeze, like you, you really can't like make him not stick out from the crowd. Uh, yeah, dude. Joker, obviously, like it's just his main core. Villains are they're not like blending in, so therefore the detective film that, that everyone wants without giving us court of owls is is it's just gonna be difficult to do that for more than two movies, I would say. Maybe even three. I think they're better off having like a Joker this one, like this is gonna be like the Joker film, and then lead into uh Riddler versus Joker Battle of Gotham, the like Gotham Wars kind of thing where Batman interjects, and then leading into the Court of Owls with that as well. So mm-hmm. That to me would be the cleaner path. 
Uh, I'm glad they're saying Clayface is in it and not the villain. Uh, I'll be glad about that for sure. Uh, but it's cool. Uh, the more characters, not the more characters, like the better. Clayface. The more uh, well-done characters, the better. I don't know why. I always thought Clayface was a cool, like... Yeah, dude, and in, in, in Marvel cool. a couple years back, he's like actually him. homies with Batman. He's part of the Bat family. It's weird that Clayface becomes the homie. You know what I mean? So that'd be kind of cool, too, if... Uh, I think they're gonna. If I have to do my little, I'm throwing it in there. With what I think is gonna happen, I think Clayface is gonna be the the main person that Batman is kind of trying to the distraction. Yeah. And then there's there's gonna be somebody else. Um, and then I think he's gonna have like they're gonna do Clayface in a way where Batman's gonna walk past him like a hundred times because he's gonna be changing his face. Mm-hmm. Batman's not gonna put two and two together, and then he's gonna realize that he's been talking to him the whole time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's kind of Clayface. I think they're gonna go. Yeah, with. I guess now that now that you say it, Matt, I I feel like we've we've gotten that aspect of it too. Even from Batman Begins, where Ra's al Ghul ends up not being Ra's al Ghul, and there's yeah. that twist. So oh, that's a fair argument. I just, I just I'm I hope he's in it. Clayface. There's there's seldom bad Batman villains. Okay, let's be real here. Uh, it's just some of them aren't made for like a film. And, yeah. And the one. The one single villain that is, one, you have this great portrayal of him just like 10, 15 years ago. Uh, and two, you don't want to just rush into him when you're trying to build a mm-hmm. watching franchise. Um, so it's just until they See, get like to that storyline, it's going to be difficult for them to like really, really, really hook them the way that they did the first film. The first film is going to be special for until they get to Court Owls, nothing will surpass that first film in this franchise, I think. So, yeah, I, I agree with Matt. The villains are either over the top. Or they're really like dark, like uh, the ventriloquist. I can't say that name with Scarface, yes. a little puppet. Yes. Yes. And then they have another one where he's like, he, it's a, I can't remember the dang guy's name, where it's like this guy who, who dresses up like a pig and kills people and chops oh, up yeah. their bodies. Pig, I, I can't remember his name. I, pro- I don't know. Pig. I'm pretty Mr. sure it's pig. A little, little butcher guy, right? Oh, uh, yeah. He's, he has a honk, 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 He has the pig face yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think those villains are dope. I just think they're a little too dark for Batman, especially like noticing that my kids didn't want anything to do with watching this Batman. Mm-hmm. I was like kind of upset, but I was like, hell yeah. That means that they're getting Batman into like the nitty gritty. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I'm all in for it. Let's let's keep it pushing with uh, new interpretations of over the top villains. You know what I mean? Like the Riddler. I think they nailed the Riddler in this one. Yeah, I think one of the best things that they did, and this is the final note for the Riddlers, they they made it relatable. Like he's not a real person. He's not somebody that's sucking people's brains through their TV. He's like a real person who just has a plan and wind up on Twitter just. (laughs) And I think I think it would be cool to see like a Clayface version of that, where it's like real. Yes, he has the ability to change shape. But it's like a real character kind of thing. Yeah, because dude, Batman walked to like twelve of these fights in this movie. You know what I mean? Like they're not going for. I know it's a Batman movie, and they're not going over the top. But at the same time, I don't want them to go so fantasy where like the real part is kind of gone. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's Batman; it's a superhero movie, so it's not real. But like, Batman showed up on on a scooter to two of the fights. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't. I'm cool with him trying to keep it like. This could really happen. Realistic. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get like a two-year time jump or something like that. It's it's not going to be straight after the last thing. Uh, But we'll table that there. Uh, I think we all pretty much agree on Clayface. We like him, just don't know if we want to see him as the main guy. 
Steven, back to your game. <laughs> All right, back to the game. That is good two point, Matt uh, or uh, Brian. Thanks for throwing that in the comments. Um, so back to the game. We're gonna do. Would you rather? There's gonna be some stupid ones, some easy ones. Um, to be honest with you, I was super busy this week. Um, my kids' school projects, kids going back to school. Uh, just jujitsu kind of burned me out this week. So we're going at it. All right. So that everyone so, knows he doesn't do jujitsu. His no, children do. Establish it. Yeah. He, I, I mean, he didn't go. Back like three <laughs> days. Kids off. Yeah, I dropped my kids off and I'm like, yeah, you know. Anyways, all right. First one here. This one is going to be for both of you. Uh, we'll go with Matt first on this one. Would you rather have the strength of Superman, but okay. to use your strength, you have to be butt naked? Or would you be able to fly, but you have to be yelling the whole time, like screaming at the top of your lungs to make yourself fly? What, what would you rather be? Okay. Is my physique also <laughs> Superman-ish? No, just what you look like right now. Okay. Uh, I'll take the super strength and I'll be naked. Uh, Same. Yeah. I, Same. I, okay. I, what is someone going to tell me when I'm butt naked launching? <laughs> A freaking launching. building in this space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh uh I was That's thinking like, what, what would I do? Would I go the other way and be like, ah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no, you're how embarrassing mind, would that be? And what happens if you, you just... get up there and you're just like oh, and what if and, and what if you're not a fast flyer? That is true. That uh, that that is a good one. Yeah. No, I think I think Super Shanks, I think Homelander, and I think uh, Omni Man from Invincible. I think they just don't care because they can do whatever they want. And mm, so true. I'm of the same mindset in that situation. But what kind of conversation are you having with somebody when you're like you're you're at Costco, you're walking, and all of a sudden a car pins a girl against another car, and they're like, "Matt, you have superpowers. Save him." And Matt's like, "Give me a second. And he nope. just starts getting naked. No, 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 no. That, that, like, that wasn't that wasn't part of the criteria. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I have Superman strength, that's his quick rip off real quick. Mm-hmm. It's not like me undressing quickly. It's yeah. I'm as fast as Superman and I'm going. Have you ever seen no, like, the no, cartoon? You just have the strength. So you're the just like, Almighty jet, the jet out of off. their out of their hat and like the hat's still spinning in the air. That's what it, that's gonna be for me. Like I just I'm going and my stuff's off my body. I don't care. I'd take it off slow anyways. <laughs> That would be funny, and, though. And my guy be, going to pick up a car. My response would be, well, what are you doing to help? <laughs> Watching me get naked. Yeah, My response true. would be, you like what you see? <laughs> they would yeah, say no. Would be, and, then you <laughs> go, and then you go to jail. Um, all right, this one's not as funny, but I just thought this would be super annoying. Would you rather eat every steak for the rest of your life with a spoon, and not just a regular house spoon, or for the That's rest of your life, for the rest of your life, have to eat ice cream in your hand. But I still get a so, knife. With, in, with the ice cream? No, with the steak. With the steak. Oh, I'm, did I say a knife? I meant a spoon. No, do no, I still get spoon, a knife? But no, you, get you a knife only get a spoon. spoon. No, you only get a spoon. Oh, I'll take a steak. <sighs> That's easy. Steak. Steak. So you're going steak. You're going to be in a restaurant. You're sitting there just like. It's not even close. I'm taking a steak. So I'm going in ice cream. Opinion, you're dumb. You're an idiot. Because honestly, I don't really <laughs> eat ice cream. You're stupid. You, can you imagine know. going to Dairy Queen and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I try to actively avoid going to Dairy Queen, so it doesn't matter to me. I will pick uh, Bahama Bucks. It's not ice cream. That's it's in the same class. Give it to me in the hand. Snowball. And, 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 and how about this part, huh? Ice cream cake. You're going to have to do something different about that now. 
Yeah, I'll reach my hand in. That scene from you know uh, the it's office. more it's it's more normal for me to eat with my hands with the steak than it is for you actually with your hands. If I'm at a restaurant with a spoon, I can just with my hand, and it's not as weird as you just picking up your ice cream ball and eating it in your hand. But I'm telling you, for me, the amount of times that I'm eating ice cream is really not gonna. It's not gonna matter. Yeah, I just think it looks weird on both angles when you're like at Shula's Steakhouse and you're you're just like, like, no, no, you pick up the steak and you're just like, you know what I mean? Like that looks super weird. And then that's my exact point. Shula's, I'm it's so tender. I'm cutting right through it with a with. With a toothpick. That's how tender steaks were. They just fall apart. All right, apart. so we're going no. on to the next one. I fought a lion, oh, right? Too much respect on this place. <sighs> okay, next one is going to be, um, if you were going to be the first person to meet aliens for the first time, would you rather the alien be robotic or organic? And it can talk to you. So would you rather it be... Like the conversation you come up, your you, the spaceship opens. Would you rather it be like a plant-looking thing walk down that can speak English, or would you rather it be a robot? What do you feel more comfortable with? Um, I mean, that'd be tripping balls either way. Uh, <laughs> True. I, I guess I'd probably go with robot, like. Why is that? The robot just seems like artificial. Like it, it, it doesn't necessarily mean aliens. It could be like someone from the future. Oh, it's an alien. Quit, it's no loopholes. This is an alien. <laughs> Robotic an alien. Okay. Not, no, it, um, could, it could be my long lost cousin from the future. No, it's an alien. It's so an alien. I don't know. If yeah, but if it's robot, it's like okay. They're not here. This is a form. This is like a, a robot. It could be a different, like, I don't know. I, I feel like an alien would be a little bit easier to take in versus, like, something with, like, six tentacles coming out of its ear. Like, you ever seen Chicken Little? Like the movie Chicken yeah, Little? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you I know have. how, like, they thought the robots at first were the aliens? That, like, it's not like, oh, it's impossible that they're that they're going to be robotic. No, it's not. You don't know. So, they're aliens. So when he said that, I'm thinking of, like, the orb thing from the horrible sequel to Independence Day. I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking of a, a, a robotic being that is sentient yeah. and can think on its own. I'm like Chat Chat GP twelve. I don't know, you know how like how it, it, that's <laughs> that's pretty plain English for you. Like, I think I'm going. Oh, go for it, Matt. Yeah. Uh, the organism for sure, for sure. So if it's an organism, what do you want it to? Do you want it to be a bug looking thing, a tree, or like a blob? <laughs> I hope they'd be fairly close to how we look, like not yeah. anything crazy or different. Uh, but organism, because there is a sense of weakness in an organism, usually, which means that yeah. I can either outsmart it, possibly, yeah. possibly. There we go. We got the clip. There is a zero or maybe like a 0.1% chance. That a robot who is a robot, a robot. Why'd you say it like that? A robot. That that a robot who is sentient, one probably has maximum amount of power, like strength wise. It's really hard to get out of machinery. Uh, that's the first thing. Two, probably thinks of every possible complex solution and logic to an issue, that's which true. means that you can't be, they can't be outsmarted in any way whatsoever. That's it. That's all we have. So 
an organic bean, there's room for error. A lot of room for error. One, I and not not that I'm the biggest, most strong guy in the world. You fought there, on the but, but there are guys not as strong as me. Or if I'm stuck, I'm stuck with them in a dungeon, I can probably beat them. I'm taking my chances that if I'm seeing an alien, I'm I'm not saying I can or that like I'm going to, but the chances there that I cannot muscle an alien, and the chances there that I cannot smart and not maneuver a non-robotic being. Why is this so crazy to you? Like this is this is not this is logical thinking here. There's there's no room for error in a robot. There's a ton of room for error for a thinking organism. A ton. I, I agree with you. I'd rather have the organism because then I have a chance. That thing knows death. The alien doesn't. So who if, knows what's if, up? If that alien has, if that organism hasn't seen Creed 3 and I have, it's a wrap for him. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I, I own it on Blu ray, boys. Yeah. Uh-huh. Showing him hands. Showing that Majors mm-hmm. pack real quick. Hey, l- let me show you something. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this. All right. Exactly. So this one's a pretty funny one since we talked about Star Wars. Would you rather for the rest of your life talk like Yoda or breathe like Darth Vader? Mm. Mouth breathing uh, syndrome. Hmm. What would you rather do? I can breathe fine, right? I just it's, it's loud like Darth Vader, right? That's what you're yeah, doing. you just give me. Yeah, I'm not struggling for breath though, right? You're not struggling for breath. You just yeah. sound like you are. I'll, I'll, I'll talk like Yoda for sure. I, I watch way too many films in a theater to be <laughs> <laughs> the whole time during the movie. Uh, that is so true. I think my wife would like divorce me immediately. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I'm taking I'm taking the Yoda talk because at least then I sound like enlightened and, and, yeah. and more like more wisdom. Or just like an idiot. No, people think Yoda sounds like a pretty enlightened person, actually. So continue on, bum. Yeah, I do Yoda as well. I can't yeah. stand mouth breathers, man. Hey, look who it is. <laughs> Yo, he has done Let's, it. He has, he has done broke it. the man. Let's I think go. actually, actually, I think I think it was actually me this week when I posted it in the other Discord server. Mm. I need confirmation from the man himself. I'm pretty sure yeah, that the one time here. I'm just saying Why? the one time I sent a link, he is here. We can continue. He can comment on it as mm. we go. Yo, and also to follow, man. We appreciate that. Um Okay, so I had a funny one, but this kind of made no sense. Would you rather have nobody show up to your wedding or nobody show up to your funeral? Mm. There's an easy answer to this. My, no, so, I'll let Andrew go first. Later. Yes, Andrew, answer this for me, please. The timing of the Discord. Ah, Bingo! Bingo! Um, so, if we're talking wedding... Nobody yeah. showing up means absolutely no. nobody. It's just you by yourself. No, you and your wife. Well, your like, wife. Give that okay. Because yeah. I was gonna say it'd be pretty awkward if you're expecting your just, wife to show up and she doesn't show up. She's you're just like, yo, this is great. You know, just pay twenty grand for this. Yeah, she's there. She's just you and her. But there's no priest, no nothing. Just you guys. Uh, would you I'd rather probably, have no one? I'd probably go wedding. Like, I feel like it'd be pretty disrespectful to have nobody show up after you kick the bucket. <laughs> like, you got to do some things pretty wrong yeah. to have nobody show up and be like, we miss you. Yeah. yeah. Like, fried a lion in front of kids at a zoo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, personally, like that. yeah, that's a good mistake, point. Uh, I think what the person in the chat's missing here is that we don't know that no one's coming. We we pay for a wedding and no one shows up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that yeah. kind of thing. Like, we. 
It's like no one RSVPs, therefore we don't gotta pay. It's like yeah. it's wedding you're day. For, you you're paying for two hundred, and no one shows up. Uh, yeah. I would be pretty upset, as Mister Chat here said, uh, if I paid for a bunch of plates and nobody came to eat. Uh, that being right. said, I would be I would I'd be pretty not that I'd be here to notice, but I'd be yeah, pretty. The, I'd be pretty sad the like, if, if I knew. Looking uh, down and just yeah. nobody. Like, yeah, like I'm floating out of the coffin. Like, Let's see who's here. Yeah, no music. Just dead quiet in like the chapel. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna take the funeral part. I'm. I'm either on yeah. to a bigger, bigger, better place where I'm happy That's, anyway, or yeah, I'm somewhere. I'm suffering regardless. <laughs> so, Dude. I mean, let, let's put it into perspective. The things you'd have to do to get nobody to show up, you probably wouldn't care if they didn't show up anyway. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm going with the funeral too. I really don't care if if I'm dead. Yeah, I'm not gonna know. You know what I mean? Kids though, man. Like, but it, kids don't even show up. To answer yeah, the question but, in the chat, does your food, your food spending change from the wedding to funeral? Maybe not. But I'm not here to pay for it <laughs> this time. Yeah, Someone else so, has paid for the funeral food. Coming out of somebody else's pocket. Yeah. All right. This is my last one. This one I thought was funny. I I really was gonna add it, but I thought it was hilarious. Would you rather be? It's ten hours. Would you rather be in an elevator with five, like really hyped clowns, like they're fully dressed as clowns? They're going to the fifth floor to go do a performance, and they're jacked up on Mountain Dew and Red Bull, and they're ready to go. Ten hours for a performance. That's you're stuck with them for ten hours. Going to one hotel room for a performance is nasty business, by the (laughs) way. Yes. Or would you rather? Hey, Andrew and Matt, who is your your celebrity crush? Celebrity crush. Let's go right here. Right. You know. You who? (laughs) You said Ryan Reynolds (laughs) without hesitation. Yeah. Steven. Steven. I know. I I know. I met her. She's nice. Just a month ago. Yeah. What's up, girl? Uh. Vanessa Hudgens, you're in there Vanessa with Vanessa Hudgens. Hudgens. Yeah, you're in there. Yeah. You're in there with her, but yeah. you're there for ten hours. But yeah. an hour before you're getting in that elevator, you had Filibertos, and you're mm. going to be gas. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about when you, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. But mm-hmm. let's say just to say gas because I don't want to get crazy with it. But you know, it's going to be the ones where you're just like, man, yeah. Somebody light a candle. One of those. Would you rather be in an elevator for ten hours with the clown? With clowns, or ten hours with bad gas with Vanessa Hudgens. What are you? Which one are you picking? Well, Matt? Andrew, it's somebody else. But uh, <sighs> listen, he was are gonna doubt me yet again. I'm about to find a clown and whoop his ass. Uh, <laughs> give me the five clowns because I've seen Winter Soldier. Okay, mm-hmm. I know how to do exactly what Cap did in that when he had ten guys in the jumping in. So mm-hmm. if they even come out. near me, if they even co- no shield needed, if they even come near me, it's I'm sitting there like, anybody want to leave before the party starts? And then yeah. just wham, it's a wrap for them. Uh, and thus, I look, I look, and, and that creates two things for me now with my celebrity crush. One, no embarrassment. Two, I'm now in a headline whooping five clowns' asses in the hotel she's in. So she knows I'm there whooping five clowns' asses, Captain America style. Okay. Give me the five clowns. I'm holding my own. I have now seen Winter Soldier. And Creed three, I can't be stopped. <laughs> it it really a, a full grown male lion. Yeah, knocking him out cold. Instagram.com slash slightly unqualified. <laughs> uh, I, I'm probably going the clowns. Like it's 
sucks. Like I know it's just gonna be <laughs> pure torture. Yes. But I also think like if you're talking like gas, like there's gonna be like a solid few hours where you're yeah. trying to hold it in and yeah. your stomach's gonna be like so uncomfortable, like yeah. physical pain, like yeah. You're shaking, like you're feeling sweaty. <laughs> you're like, sure, yeah, you're panicking. <laughs> like, there needs to be a precedence here for you, though, Andrew. Who is your celebrity crush? I honestly yeah, can't think of anybody off the top of my head, like right now. It's because your wife is watching. Can you please? Not my uh, wife can you please uh, not watch she's, for the next? She's behind the green screen with the gun. <laughs> you just start. You guys see my chest starts poking up as the sword starts to go in. <laughs> No, honestly, I can't. I can't think of anybody right now. Like the first name that popped into my head was Ryan Reynolds, which is so stupid. Yeah, (laughs) but like you're a sick man. You're a sick man. All right, let's just say let's say it's Ryan Reynolds. I probably would still be embarrassed to fart in front of him. Yeah, dude, Uh, he would join in. Yeah, maybe. But like to preface it though, if I'm stuck with the clowns for ten hours, like I'm probably on the floor, like my hands and my it's it's not it's not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, those a, clowns are getting yeah. whooped. Yeah, I'm whooped. not gonna lie. I am gonna say the clowns are are definitely getting, yeah, definitely getting beat up. And don't you know, Andrew Steven jocks his out to jujitsu every single day. He's prepared every for the day. situation. Right? How many times? You know what I mean? He's got that chair jujitsu. <laughs> yeah, chair jujitsu. Yeah. Oh, chair jujitsu. Yeah, that's definitely, good. definitely, definitely. So that's all I had on my end was. Uh, would you rather if that was a good, a little nice way to break up the uh, mm-hmm. great games my colleagues have been bringing up? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was, that was, that's what I had. Games. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the conclusion of our episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we conclude Andrew's an idiot and that yeah. Matthew can fight a lion and that uh, Jack Skellington still was the worst pick that had ever been made in this history. Okay, of hold show. on, hold on. Before we All finish, right. we have an un- unbiased third party in the chat right now. It's not unbiased. What? He's not unbiased. You think he's gonna? Uh, okay, ask him the question about the lion and see if he thinks. There's no. There's the question's been answered. Video he's been edited. slain. He's been it's knocked not. out. If you want to see it, Instagram.com/slash slightly unqualified, uh, and you can see me literally knock out a lion. I don't know how else. It's it's evident. I don't know how else to make it more clear. Yes. Probably in this. Probably in the same shirt actually. But, but you're gonna need uh, to go quick because Peter's coming at Matt pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, for doing what he did. You know what yeah. I mean? Plus, plus, I eat steak, and then you know, on top of that. Uh, so we'll leave it there. We'll table it. Uh, Mister, Mister Stockish Keckish, uh, welcome to the future of podcasting. Uh, everyone, thank you for a great episode. Uh, next week we're gonna have Andrew be the game loser, uh, and he's still trying to win up my 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 beautiful poorly explained plot game. I think it's gonna. I think I think one That's of these a great games. One of these weeks we're gonna come to a full circle where he just steals my game on accident, accident, no. quote unquote, yeah. and tries to claim it as his own. You know uh, what's sad is like literally, I was just thinking like maybe I should play that game next week. <laughs> like literally you? right oh, now. Yeah. I was can, I, can I throw a pitch out there to you for thinking about next week that I was gonna do for my my week? But I'll I'll, I'll give you give you a freebie on this one. Right, give me the give me the layup. Okay, you know how we do drafts? Mm-hmm. Okay, the drafts we do are too obvious. Okay, let's do drafts on things that are. Different. Give me an example. Uh, let's do a draft next week about the best word for the word money. Ooh. Or let's do a draft for the 
the uh, most perfectly named thing, like a spoon, right? Like that's perfectly named, or like a boob, <laughs> like, a <laughs> like a boob. <laughs> yeah. So like, like, yeah, like that, that, was, that wasn't even my, one of my that's, games that's in one. two that's weeks. Really so like if you think of a good topic that's like out of the uh, realm of things, you keep that one for you. Then, keep, I'm gonna come up. No, with that's one a good game, Matt. That, yeah, that's yeah, a good one. That like. One. Yeah. You could be like, yeah, yeah, we got, we'll come back to it. We'll put our statement. I bow. That's good. And that's, let's that's say, good. say, ta-ta, I'm the game master. No, uh, anyways, no. folks, right, have a good night. Have a good night. Have a good evening. Have a good morning. Whatever it is, whatever you watch this, how you watch this. Thank you for watching, subscribing, oh. click download, hit the RSS feed that you want to do. Watch me fight a line, Instagram.com slash slightly unqualified. Uh, adios. Have a good night. And we will see y'all later.